Welcome to War Game Basics, episode number 49. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. This week we're talking about what we have been playing over Christmas and the holidays. Yeah, we might as well. It's been a while since we've talked about what we've been playing. So mm. I think that could be interesting. And also some of the um, board games we're waiting for for Kickstarter for 21, hopefully. Oh, yeah. So we're... Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking we might do. So, here we are. Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays to everybody. Um, down here in Australia, it hasn't been a very hot summer, so um, we've been enjoying mild weather. A bit different to last year. So, there you go. Now, Paddy, what do you want to talk about? Games you got for Christmas first? Or? Yeah, why not? What we've... Oh, no, why don't we talk about the ones we played before Christmas? Oh, yeah, when we went on a little board game holiday at the beach. Uh, Okay, what do you want to start with? Oh, I knew you'd see what we really Uh, wrote down because I've forgotten all of them. Well, I can tell you there were the West Kingdom games. So we played Paladin. I played Paladin. um, We played Paladins and... Of the West Kingdom. Yeah, and Viscounts of the West Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, Did you like them? Yeah. Have you played Architects? No, that's the only one of the West Kingdom ones I haven't played. Right. So you've played Raiders of the North Sea? Yep. Yeah, I like that one. It's a good one. This is in this by the same uh, game designer but and Paladin's artist. Paladin's my favourite. Paladin's your favourite. Okay. Why? Because you like the theme. No, I just like it. Although there's not a lot of theme. Like, the theme is your... This Paladin... Is it Paladin... Paladin. A Viscount. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Viscounts. The Paladins. What what happens in Paladins? Uh, so you got a deck of cards. It's basically, you go through your deck once, but you put... So you on your turn, you draw three cards, um, and you pick which one you want to use this turn. You put one back on top and one on the bottom of the deck, which is a chances are you won't see that anymore that oh, game. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then, depending on what you pulled out, you get bonuses for your trackers which allow you to do certain actions. And most of the time I would end up attacking things, so I'd go, go around killing everything. Right. So I could get victory points. Oh, yeah, you were doing that. And converting. So that game you pretty much have your own little player board, don't you? Mm. And then... But then you got the main board where you put some actions on. And you don't really interact on. between other people. So you're playing your own game. Yeah. You like the ones where you're not interacting with other but people I guess, too much. I guess you, <laughs> but I guess you do actions that affect everybody else. Because if you attack something that other people... Yeah, size, they can't the, go for that it. they can attack, then they can't attack it. So I guess it affects some people sometimes. Um, and, okay, so you enjoyed that one. Uh, that one's more, you're playing on your own, playing your game, going through your deck of cards uh, while you manipulate it. And then... So I've played Architects of the West Kingdom, which is just like a you're placing your people out and you're doing things and sending them to jail. Hmm. You need to play that one as well. And then what was the other one? Viscounts. Yeah, Viscounts. You got it's fun because you constant. All I really did was jump up the castle. When I got to the top, I stopped, but I didn't realise that people could still take over the five points for getting to the top first. Oh, uh, yeah. Or having the most on the top. So Viscounts is the same universe. It's a game uh, where 
you're a Viscount and then you're running, you're, you, you actually get on your horse and you're riding your horse all around these roads that goes in a circular pattern around a castle in the middle of the board, which actually is elevated off the board. And you're taking actions to try and either get things to get you up, get your men up the castle or to buy little banners on the side of your thing to get victory points for the end of the game. Um, and yeah, pretty much just placing people out and riding around taking their actions, isn't it? Mm. So I like the idea of that. Uh, it's hard to see some of the th- items past, you know, a few people have their horses out. You can't yeah. always see past them to to see, but I actually enjoyed that one. Um, yeah. I didn't like it as much as Paladins though. Right, okay. So your favourite one's Paladins of those. And yeah. you like the theme. You obviously mm-hmm. like that medieval theme. Yeah. Um, more than some of the other games so okay that's cool so we enjoyed playing that that was really good our friend had kickstarted that so we were lucky to to get to play that and um uh what else did we do oh yeah and then mum and i bought the because mum loves raiders of the north sea so we bought that on the app we were playing that the other night and that plays really well, although we had to remember it because it's been a couple of years since we played it. But we got into that pretty quick. So the app's definitely worth checking out if you like Raiders of the North Sea or if you've never played it. The app is the easy way and it's pretty much exactly like the game. Like they've done a really good job with that app, I have to say. Yeah, I haven't seen the app of it. No, once, you, once, once you're needing some, something to do sometime, you can play your app. But you've got a lot of games for Christmas. So anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, what else? I got to play some Flum Rouge again, which I love. We only played a quick game of that. Yeah, I didn't end up playing that one. No, no, but I love that oh, one. That was that when I was doing Dead Throne? Because I was doing yeah. Dead Throne while you guys played Oh, yeah, that's game. right. You played Dead Throne on your own. You took that and just played it so- solo. You enjoy that Good one? Game, yeah. Um, We haven't really played that as a group. It hasn't, hasn't been... It's not a really well-known game, so... It's fun, but... They're still going to try and develop that universe, but they've had some issues. Uh, It's fun, but we haven't played it all as a group. No. So, Flam Rouge, I definitely suggest playing. I got to play Dune Imperium, which, I mean, I know nothing of the universe, nothing I ever got into uh, when I was younger. I happened to win the game we played, just coincidentally. Is it kind of like Clank? Yeah, it's it's like Clank. Well, when um, I heard it, when they were telling space. me about it, they said it was kind of like Clank. Yep, that's a, a good uh, uh, analogy. The comparison. June, I really enjoyed it. And it's. I know the movie comes out next year, in, in 21. So I really should try and read the books. But I'm currently reading the, the Stormlight Archive by Brendan Sanderson. So is I'm slow June, on that. Is June a movie? Yeah, but it's a book series and it's going to be a movie next year. This game was going to come out with the movie, but the movie got held back. I thought you were saying that you were... Re- I thought you were reading The Way of Kings. Yeah, I am, but this is that's what I'm saying. I should really read the June, the June series as well. Mm. Too many books. I know I, too, I, I actually play a lot of games solo at the moment other than reading books, which I should be doing. Same here. But I love playing games on my own as well. So. Yeah, it is a lot. It's kind of more fun when you do it by yourself. I got to play... So, Dune Imperium's worth checking out, especially if you like the the, the uh, scenario, the theme, the universe. I think you'll enjoy the game over Clank. I don't mind Clank. Clank's, Clank's a bit of fun, but it's another fantasy game. Uh, and we've got Hero Realms, that deck-building game, so we just it's easy to quick and easy to play that when we go away. 
uh, Cosmic Encounter, got a game of that. <laughs> Someone got really annoyed at people in that game, so that was funny. Um, when that happened? Did you guys play that game? One night. Late one night. <laughs> we played heaps of Quacks of Quedlinburg because the peop- the, we took it away and the people that we were playing with hadn't oh, played yeah, we, it. I think we lost a piece of it. You know the light? The no, we found thing? it. It was in the yellow bag. It had been put in with the yellow players markers, which is normally me, the yellow. Um, and the funny thing with that is because uh, we, we, we made some good stories out of the pumpkins and going, oh... And then the, one of the, the red cards in the game with mushrooms and everyone's making jokes about how they pay for themselves and it's the pumpkin method wasn't working for anyone. So that was a good laugh. We had a really good time. Anyway, then at one of the uh, op shops or the uh, antique shops or the little things, there was this little pumpkin. So mum got that for me for a present, which was quite funny. So we've sat that little pumpkin glass thing on the table. Yeah, it's near us right now. So that was a funny story. So we need the red mushroom to board go with game, it. Board gaming memory. Yeah, board gaming memory, exactly. I got a quick play. I started a new campaign of Journeys in Middle-Earth. Uh, yeah, the Lord of the Rings one. Yeah, and speaking of Journeys in Middle-Earth, I bought a Journeys in Middle-Earth miniature pack. Oh, yeah, so that's right. So it gives right. you the miniatures from, or some special miniatures from, uh, what's it called again? The, uh, but not the Bones, bones of, of Arnor oh, and yeah. the... Hunt for the Ember Crown one. Yeah. It also gives you six new trinkets. Um, right, okay. And three new titles, which are... Um, so it's not I just the miniatures in the... I think they're like the... 24... Oh, no, it's not 24. They've got numbers, but I can't remember their numbers. But they're, they're sometimes decent. Okay, cool. But I haven't used them yet, so I'm waiting, I'm waiting for you to get the Hunt for the Ember Crown to be able to do that. The other game that we have played... A little bit lately um, is Seventh Continent. We've, we we started playing that with a friend uh, who's using our our copy, and we try and get together and play that. You and him and I. Now three players. It's not ideal, but we've still been having a a good time. And you two are loving the rules, so I can sit back and just sort of play through the game with you two guys taking the most of the lead, and I just make a few decisions, which I enjoy that part of it. And what do you think of that so far? Yeah, it's good. You enjoying it? Yeah. Um, but we're playing in the second It's better, curse, it's better yeah. doing it with somebody else that we know. Yeah. And so they've, You're sharing they've the experience. played a bit of experience. Yeah. And then we've had a bit of experience, so we get more opinions of what we should do. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, you get a, you get different ideas. Oh, what if we go do this? And really, in the game, there's no... We nearly have died a couple of times, but we keep then just going and surviving... I feel like we'll have to restart again at some point, but we have explored some of the island and we'll see We'll see how we go through that over the course of the year. Okay, so now, how about some games that we got for Christmas? What, what do you think? What, do you want to start with uh, some games that you might have gotten for Christmas? Yeah, I've got some. I've got one right here. Um, so this one that I've got right here, what's it called again? Uh, so one of them was Twisty Little Passages. Which is like a puzzle, oh, it says on the front, an amazing dungeon crawl puzzle adventure. So you kind of got to make your way through mazes and defeating all the monsters and picking up new items. So let's just describe it. It's actually a big thick book with thick pages. And it's got like, what, 50 it's pages by the look book. of it? Yeah, or it's something? a whiteboard book. So it's a whiteboard book. It's A4, spiral bound, yeah, and thick pages. There's a main puzzle at the front, which you got to try and complete with your stuff. 
103 pages. Oh, 103 pages. Yeah, so at the front, you'll notice there's a... Um, um, can't remember what the puzzle's called. A... Some kind of meta puzzle. It's called a meta puzzle, I think, in this. Right, so is that how you get your character? No. You, you already have your character. Right. But the meta, meta puzzle, is it tells you how to complete it, so you kind of find what you need throughout your journey. Right. So, so the whole game is basically a choose-your-own-adventure um, book with games in it and puzzles and little battles that you battle. You don't roll dice, do you? No. But you, the way you walk changes what hits. No, nah, there's, there's a table. table. Right. And then is there a story through it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And could you play it again? Once you've finished the whole story, could you go back and play it again just doing different things? Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's only really one way to complete the mazes. Right. But so, you could go through and play it again. I do there's, think... There's secret exits that you got to find. But right. I think that tells you how... To, I haven't gotten the option of finding going to any. But I think that's how you get the meta puzzle things. Right. Some clues for the meta puzzle. Okay, cool. So that'll be good. Once you've played through it once, you'll be able to play through it again. Mm. Yeah, it looks really good. I do know that that had been on Kickstarter um, once, like, ages ago. I'm not sure. They might be going to make more. But anyway, I think it seems like you're enjoying it. We had to get a whiteboard marker for you because it doesn't come with a whiteboard a marker. But uh, definitely a good one for kids or a good one for anyone? Good one for anyone. Yeah, okay. I'll have to give it a go sometime. All right, so that's one you got. What else did you get? Uh, I got... Oh, what's it called again? Warp's Edge. Oh, yeah, Warp's Edge. So what's Warp's Edge? Uh, so it's a solo game where you kind of pick a mothership that you got to defeat. So it's a, in space? Yeah, and you've got your ship, which you can pick. Some are clearly better than others because some of them only have two or three shields and one hull, whereas the one I have has... Well, the one that I used has like six hull and six shields. Right, okay. So by... And you have to you put tokens in a bag, so you get starting tokens and you buy new ones. So it's a bag builder. Energy. Yeah, and you uh, you pull out five each turn, and then special abilities allow you to pull out more things like that. You can hold some, hold on to some and things like that. Okay, well, good. Uh, what will be good is after you've played that a lot, to, we'll it's do an episode really on it, and you can have a chat really about it. It's not really a campaign game. Game. It's more like well, you have a storybook which. The choices you make in that picks your starting things. So is that like a choose-your-own-adventure book or...? Nah, it's like a book where you, the choices you make is basically setting it up. So basically Ah, make, so it changes the way the story would play nah, out. Nah, the way you set up. So yeah. instead of having to set up, you still use some of the setup, but you use that to randomise it a bit more. Ah, right. And it's different as you go through the book. It all changes, does it? No. Oh. It, so the first section's picking your starting um thing. Yeah which mine was a red jacket. Then then you go through doing other things, like um, things that affect which ship you have. And then sometimes it's just asking random questions, which has nothing to do with setup. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, I'll have to have a look myself and we can do a chat about that. So are you enjoying that? Yeah. But you haven't played a lot yet. No, nah, I've only played one game. I thought there was a campaign in it or something, like a little, nah. like a little. I thought it was, mini I thought the singularity was a campaign, but it's not. It's just the um, setup kind of book, kind of like yeah. a setup book. Well, it's just a story. Story, but yeah, set. I did set hear up. him talk about it on the Dice Tower not that long ago, and I thought they said that they preferred the 
the little bit of a story compared to the not bit of a story part of it. I have Which, to, anyway. The not bit of the story part of it is the uh, normal setup. Right. If you use the singularity, oh, that's, okay. that's massive So story. it gets you in the theme. It's a massive that, story. And uh, getting in that sort of a universal help you with our Starfinder campaign. Because you're learning all the lingo, using more. You're talking about hull and all sorts of things. So that Hull's might help. a normal thing for games. Yeah, that's true. Because that's in Nemo's War. It's not just the space oh, thing. Yeah, it's more true. a boat thing than a space thing. Yeah. Probably both. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, what else? Uh, so we got Oceans. Oh, yeah. I haven't played that one yet. Now, I have played... A, what was it? Climate? Evolution Climate. Yeah, I've Climate Evolution. Uh, not a big fan of it, but um, Mum and I, I were like playing that. this Oceans game yesterday. I like Climate It was really Evolution. good. Do you? Mm-hmm. I didn't like it because a few times we played, things were getting eaten straight at the start and you couldn't get going, but we were playing against people that knew how to play, so could have been Oh, that. yeah, me and another person teamed up and we just killed yeah. everybody off. Yeah, exactly. And that's also what we do in Tyrants of the Other and Underdark. We team up and kill everybody else off. Yeah. And then you don't care who wins out of you two, nah. you two kids. Um, so Ocean's uh, a card game. You're going through um, making your species. There's like 200 little fish tokens, which are cool. And nah, you use different ones playing on, depending on who you're playing. Could be, I'm not sure. You can choose which kind of fish tokens you want as well. And um, you're basically just foraging in the reef or the first ocean, yeah. second ocean, third well, ocean. Well, I guess you, you, well, you have the first, second, nah, it's the shallow ocean. Like it's yeah, the, that's the reef. No, the, no, because you know how you oh, have yeah, the ocean three? part. Yeah. The black bit would be the deepest Deep. bit of the ocean. Yeah. Middle, middle bit of the ocean. Bl- the lightest colour. Would be the top. And once we've played it a few times, there's a bit you can play called the deep, where you go down into the deep of the ocean, I think. But but your species, so you, you're allowed to attach three cards to your species if it keeps surviving. And uh, to do that, you just attach a card, so you play uh, speed. So Foragers, then it can, it can go fast. That whale attack. one's probably the best one. And then if you have a whale cleaner. Yeah, on whale the other cleaner. Person, if you have a whale cleaner and you have a whale. Yeah. Or that, whatever that whale is. Yeah. Because um, it lets you forage five. But then if you have a whale cleaner and something with um, a forage of over three foragers, three yeah. over, you get three fish. Yeah. So if you had one of those right next to your big one, you, you would survive. Yeah, that's right. It, and so that's how you can work little ones off the side, sc- scavenging off of others, or you, you can kill other people's fish leech eventually. Up. Your leech, there's, it's very thematic. I love it. Um, like, yeah, I haven't played it, but I watched you guys play it. So, you know, what's that? A wingspan. Mm-hmm. I told a friend to get that because their kids, you know, would, would love the theme because they love deck that? builders. Dave and Tara. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. After we at the show saw it, and I was going to get it, but we didn't. Anyway, so it works out good that we've got oceans because that's like another sort of sort of theme, you know, out in the ocean. And being summer, we'd been out in the beach, so it works out good. Got blown mm. off the uh, the beach with a big storm the other day, so that was funny. No, that was... Uh, okay, so oceans, so far, really enjoying it. Um, also, one that came through there was Zombie Kids Evolution that Mika got. Zombie Kids Evolution. Yeah, she'll want to talk about... Is it called Zombie Kids Evolution? Yeah, so there's Zombie Kids, and then this one's Evolution. So what happens is you add stickers, you open envelopes, and characters develop. Oh, I thought it was just Zombie Kids. 
Yeah, but this one's called Evolution. There is a zombie kids. I never saw the Evolution. Oh, bit. right. So it's a very basic game. Um, as adults, I mean, you could play it. There's, there's nothing stopping you playing it, but it's very simple. Uh, great for kids, and uh, Mika's loving it. So we've played it's... like 12 games in two days. We're trying to play a game a day. No, you've played six. Uh-huh. No, you've finished six missions, I mean. Yeah, we've we've opened two envelopes. Yeah, but you've only completed six missions. Yeah. So they give you little missions you've got to complete in each round. Each game only takes like 10 minutes. So it's a, it's a cool game to pull less. out. Yeah, less. It's a cool Four game. Four people, it's way You less. basically roll a dice, put a zombie out, move your person, take a zombie off. And you're just doing that around and, and around. And you've got to seal the gates to end Seal the, the gates, yeah. It's, it, seal the gates. It's not Cthulhu. You gotta seal the You gotta lock up the gates to the school or whatever so they can't get in. <laughs> okay, anyway, so that's good. Meek will be definitely wanting to talk about that. Yeah, uh, um, I reckon it's good for all ages, though. Yeah, yeah, it can be an easy game for anyone to play. You could play that with Granny and she might enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good, it's good introduction to board games. Game. Uh, so yeah, recommend that for definitely for kids. If you've got and it's a good someone you know who has kids, it's or a good introduction got... to board gaming for a family. Yeah. Easy. Like if you want, if you if a, for a family to start board gaming, that's probably the best one because it's an easy one. Yeah, you probably don't get any easier. It's good for it's a good family game. And that's what kept coming up on the BGG threads as well. If you look in there, when I googled it afterwards, it keeps coming up. Oh yeah, get zombie kids evolution. Oh, zombie kids, zombie kids is good for little kids. Probably it might be a little bit young for ours in some sense. Like for you, you might go, oh, it's too easy, but. Mm. It's a fun, quick game. It's fun, but it's kind of like a luck yeah. slash strategy kind of thing. Yeah, there's not, and there's not a lot of depth to it, but it's good fun. You kind of got to have a little bit of luck. You want to have a lot of luck. You need to have a little bit of strategy of how you're going to do it. That's right. So what we did with our first round of our four-player game, so like we would roll if a zombie came out, we would move that way. Yeah. Then another person, say there was a zombie in the space next to it because they rolled it. They they would move there, and you would both meet at the gate just outside. Yeah, because that's what. And then you got to high five each other. Then you high five, and, and then you, you lock the gate. the gate, and then you move off. So you're there, like, hey, come and help me close this gate. Come on, you One come over, high five each other, do it. Yeah, it has to be two people. Then anyway, so it's a little bit of fun. Uh, next one we've got there is Meeple Circus that Mika got as well. So oh, yeah. we haven't really got a chance to play too much of this yet. We played a few rounds the other night. Um, but it was late. Mika was getting a bit frustrated. Yeah, the music kept getting her annoyed. Getting her annoyed. So uh, the retro one, the retro one, was the one because it kind of like dunch, yeah, puts dunch, the pressure on. Dunch, so anyway, dunch, this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun <laughs> for for playing with the kids, and you just got to slowly build up people to put in your circus, complete little things that the crowd want, and then in the final round, the third and final oh, round, that's, that's the best round. You, you, your card will say like uh, every time there's a but between the first and second symbol clash pretend to be eating a set take a break and take a break and eat a sandwich or that's worth seven victory points that's yeah and you get seven points point for one. doing that or but i guess you lose seven you do not or sit there and bite your fingernails like you like you're it's gonna stressed fall down or something so anyway oh that, yeah the one where uh, whenever a symbol crash happens it's gonna fall down. Like yeah. biting your nose. It's gonna fall down. So anyway, once we've played it a bit more, we'll, we'll be able to say. Uh, also, stuff fables. So we look forward to playing through that. It's kind. Of, it kind of looks like uh, aftermath. Yeah. Aftermath. So we'll play through stuff fabled and see how that comes out and it's give you some. It's literally 
Ask about them, but for toys. I think that might be a good one for Mika and I it's to just of, play. I might want to play it though. Yeah, well, we've got Aftermath if we're all sitting down to play. True, but I, I'll, I'll play stuff they lose. Yeah, okay. Uh, you also got some hero guess, packs for Hero oh yeah, I got, I got the Fighter and the Ranger, but about stuff fables, I think it's more like an Aftermath for young, younger kids. Because it's toys. Yeah, and I guess it's a bit, it's a bit easier. The toys it are protecting the, the girl that they belong but, to. But it? it looks a bit easier. Um, yeah, so Hero Realm, so you got uh, yeah, some packs when I looked at the to box, play the expansion, and I had, You the know campaign. how you have a look on the back of the box and it sometimes says things about the stuff, the game? Yeah. With Stuff Fables, it looks a bit easier than Aftermath. Though. Right. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's good. I think it's probably, yeah, very it's similar. It's probably perfect for you two to play. All but right. I might join so now, third time, Hero Realms? Yeah, so Miki got the Thief <laughs> Hero Pack. Okay. Uh, I got the uh, Fighter and Ranger Hero Packs. I might use one of those if I play. No. And that's just to go through the Rune of Thandor or something? Cam- Thandor. A little or, campaign, mini or, campaign. Or if you're playing a game of normal Hero Realms, one player can have that deck instead. Oh, is there starting so, deck? Yeah, it's, it's your starting cards. Oh, right. So okay. it gives you new starting cards. So instead of having your usual starting deck of 10 cards, mm. it gives you a new one. So okay. it can be repla- used to replace the cards. other people's stuff. Okay, well that sounds cool. So it just makes the game a bit better. Well, when we go you away have, camping, that game is new, perfect. unique things. Oh, do you know what's good about my, uh, what's it called again? The, uh, Fighter. My, no, my Ranger. When I had oh. a look through their cards, so they have two black arrows mm. and a hunter bow. So the black arrows do one damage each mm. and the hunter bow does two damage. But say one turn if I had out two... Like arrows and a hunter bow, I'm doing four damage plus I get to draw two cards. Oh, because whenever powerful. you have, whenever my person has an arrow, one of the black arrows out at the same time as a bow, mm. I get to draw a card. Right. Okay. Well, I'll have to play it. Yeah, as I was saying, that's a good one for us to take camping mm. because it only goes into a small, tiny little box mm. and it takes up no space. I've actually kept my character packs in there. Oh, have you, just in to my, keep them safe? In, my, in their wrapping, even though I've opened them, they're really safe still in their little packs. Now, on the table here, I, oh, I've been doing a renovation on our table during that lockdown where I pulled our table apart, our kitchen table. Yep. Because we were like, oh, I don't know what to do, da-da-da-da. Anyway, and then I've built a game table underneath it that then the top, top two parts of the table can slide out because it was an extension table, so I've pulled it all apart. Turned it in the extension table into now um, a games table underneath with neoprene fabric. That you ordered. Yep. And then you slide the two bits of table back in and it's a normal table. But it's really good. Yeah. So I should, I was, I'm going to add that to BGG one day and put up photos I haven't on used BGG. It. I haven't it. used it yet, but it's... So now on there, underneath this table that we're sitting You've on at the moment, Mars. I've got our Mars set up. So half of it's open. That was my present for Christmas and birthday. Hey, you've left half of it open. Yeah, I know, because I was actually going to play it, but I had to close it to do this. Oh, yeah, because you had more, because um, you had your birthday and Christmas. Yes. Your birthday's Christmas Day, so you got a big present. I did get a big present. Um, It looks very complicated. <laughs> Which I knew. It um, kind of and looks like terraforming bars, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's you're just going between orbit. You're like there's a space station. Yeah, I've and and you that. go from that down Actually, the to the planet and back looks, up to the station. The space station kind of looks like one of the motherships in the ga- in Warp's Edge. Oh, the right. hardest mother, one of the hardest motherships. 
And I'm presuming that that ship gets supplied from Earth. So Earth supplies the station, and then the, the, the Mars what actually pl- planet happens, people keep going up but and back. But isn't the space station actually supplied by stuff they send up from Earth? The people? Yeah, but the but the but the 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 real one is not that not near Mars. Yeah, it's just no. sort of up, you know. But it's probably easier to get going in. Oh, space. I guess that space station would be like when the when the space station outside of just outside of near earth yeah i guess when that i guess to get to this in the game they would have had done that had the space station near mars and they would send supplies from the actual space station to mars Mm. and then i mean to the mars space station then to mars guessing that's kind of like what you what you think would be realistic for what would happen yeah well in in mars like i'm going to play it single player which they say the solo version isn't very good but i'm going to use it to learn it can because I play? yeah we can but you're going to be not here while i play part of it oh, yeah. and you basically you need to um mine and then once you've mined you can use that to make Build. energy and then once you've got energy you need that to like you make a, a generator like, then that oh, makes so a, a water plant so and then that like makes one a, of those games where you gotta do something like where you start with something then yeah. you gotta, you have to do something to do something else to do something else to do something else. Then you end up with your finished project. Yeah, and it takes a few hours, and so there's there's actions you can do when you're you can leave Mars and go up to this space spaceship, and then once you're up there, you can get people back, I think, and get blueprints. So when you're up there, rather than email you the blueprints down on Mars, you have to go up there, I think, to get the blueprints. Couldn't they just email them to? Wouldn't and then once you're easier? up there, you've got the blueprints and then blah, blah, blah. So anyway. Couldn't they just email them to you while you're on Mars? Yeah, It'd be probably. much easier, but you wouldn't have internet. But I'm not sure if that's exactly how it goes, Dave, so don't hold me to that. You wouldn't have internet. But the, the... You wouldn't have internet, so how could you do that anyway? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff here. Like, you've got a lot of wooden pieces. I don't think you'd ever play this four-player. Maybe you would, but... Nah. There's a lot of pieces there for four-player. Nah, you wouldn't play this, that four-player. This game table I've made, I can fit Gloomhaven, because, oh, I finished... Sort of finished up to the the main scenario of Gloomhaven. Have you done um, 51? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you're not meant to say the number, probably. But anyway, so I've done that on my own quickly, because... No, that's the one that you said you were up to. Yeah. Because that's, that's kind but of like the main ending. What I'm getting at is I can like fit 10. Gloomhaven under half of my table here that I've made mm. and leave it set we, up. we had a pretty big table to start with. But on Mars, no way. It nearly takes the whole table. So it's quite we, a big game. Um, we had a very big table. Probably why it costs Our actual a lot. <laughs> table was pretty big. Then now we've got it into a board game table. It's even mm. better. We I probably should have left the extension legs up. Because then we can have people eating on here while you're playing your game. <laughs> no, but the idea is that it's meant to be I can shut it up and the game's underneath. Yeah, but if you're playing it, people can still use the table. So I've been able to use it for Cthulhu Death May Die, and it closes up. You Would don't you know it's that? under there. Oh, when I did this. We, we had like a two-day lockdown, so that's when I did it. And, oh, uh, yeah, the, the six-day lockdown, that turned into a two-day lockdown. Yeah, so I did that, and I've played some that games. Was kind of, that was kind of funny, because everybody's just like, Yay, lockdown! And then everybody's just like, no! Yeah, well, we're lucky, so we've got to appreciate that. Mm. Um, although in Sydney at the moment... it wasn't anything too bad. In Sydney, they're having cases. I can see oh, this yeah, keep growing. This will keep growing, I'll bet, and they're going to end up... Now they've just... Dis- they keep trying to not lock down like we did. But wasn't the, but wasn't our lockdown due to somebody lying about um, how they just got some, COVID? Yeah, but it was... 
Yeah. They said they got they got it from a pizza box, even though they were working there, and yeah. they got it from somebody there. I think. Yeah, but um, now in New South Wales, in separate situation in Sydney now they're going to still do the fireworks but people aren't allowed to go and watch and so anyway it's an evolving thing but we're lucky if you look at other countries like England America and a lot of the poorer countries those poor countries the people there are really struggling so our thoughts go out to them and we realize how lucky we are vaccines too easily because Australia keeps as I've noticed by hearing things on the news Australia's been ordering a lot of different vaccines for it well, I think they've just ordered them from every country, from every company, mm, and then whichever one we decide to use. We, we've Australia have said we're not going to do it until March. So, in a way, we're waiting to see what everyone's um, systems working like, and uh, then we'll we'll look at vaccinating, uh, doing the vaccinations. But we can because we don't have many cases as long as New South Wales keep it under control now. But anyway. And I guess we won't need the vaccines too much because most of Australia has got no cases. Yeah, but the, the problem is if we want to open yeah. up to the whole world again... we got to have We're going to have to, so... Well, I don't think we should be opening up to the whole world yet. No, well, it's going to be another year before that It's going to be happens. a while before you can start travelling around the world. Yeah. I think we're going to be able to travel to New Zealand, or we can already, Ooh, but... yes. Yes, let's go to New Zealand. Um, it's going to be a while before you're travelling around the world. Yeah, I know you want to go there, Mr. Lord of the Rings. Well, when that new show comes out for Lord of the Rings, uh, you'll be able to see. The Lord of the Rings. It's not the Lord of the Ring books, it's in between books. So they're making the TV show. Wait, they're making the Lord of the Rings TV show? Yeah. So it's the books, and then they've. No, yeah, but it's in between books, I think. What? You'll need to research it. In between books. Research it and tell me next episode. Wait, so is it kind of like. Is it kind of like Lord of the Rings movie or books, except. It's got in-between bits as well? Or is it just in-between the movies? No, nah, in-between, I think. In-between oh. the books. Um, no, Tom right. Bombadil in it. We then. probably need to go. Uh, next week, we can talk about it. In our 50, 50th episode, we'll Do talk you... about the Kickstarters we're waiting for in episode 50, which is our next one. Hooray! Yay. Thought you wouldn't get there for a while. Um, so, we might talk about the Kickstarters we've got coming up. Maybe have Mika join us. And oh, also, I joined for next year. If anyone's listening and wants a little challenge, I doubt I'll finish it. But anyway, on BGG, there's the 52 uh, game challenge. Oh, yeah, and you so, want to play 52 so games. So I've joined in on that. Week. So for 2021, I've got to try and play 52 games. And they give you a list of different things. And it's like, play a game that has a red character or play a game that... Whatever it might be, starts play with the letter that M. represents yourself. Or, yeah, so you can go through the list and play them. I'm going to try it, but I don't think I'm going to get many done. But anyway, yeah. we've, 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 in a few days, I'll be able to start. So. Oh, yeah, and next episode, we've got the... I asked a... Uh, who did I ask questions again? Oh, yes, you asked questions to a designer of a game uh, that we like. Yeah, I won't say, Yeah. but I asked them some questions, which I thought would be a good idea to uh, have... Out on our next fiftieth episode. Yeah, so you 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 sent off uh, first, an email our and our first group of a qu- first lot of questions will be on our fiftieth. And he episode. he the game designer he repli- wrote back. He replied. Yeah, literally really quick. Away. So that was very I kind of him. I woke up the next morning. I'm like, so Patch has got his questions, questions and answers that he wants to read out on the next episode. So you'll be able mm-hmm. to look forward to that. Let's just say it's got links to Australia. 
<laughs> Let's go that. All right, well, uh, do you want to take us out? No spoilers for the next episode. No. Happy New Year to everyone. Please stay year. safe. And we look forward Hope to you enjoyed your Christmas. doing more of this next year. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's bye from me. And that's bye from me. Wishing everyone a happy new year as we take it out. And safe. And safe, definitely safe. You forgot to say thanks for listening. Oh, yeah, thanks for listening. You didn't say that. You forgot. All right. You're going to give us two jokes, the final jokes of 2020 that you're going to tell here. So it depends. Depends if we end up recording another one. You won't record another one. It's taken you six weeks to do this one. No, we recorded one not that long ago. I think it feels like not that long ago. All right. Okay, come on. Take us out. What what's a cow's favourite holiday? No idea. Moo Year's Eve. <laughs> okay, very good. And have you got another one to finish us off? Yeah, but this is done to me. Oh, he he's looking. Oh, here we go. Who's there? Abby. Abby who? Abby New Year. <laughs>